Welcome to another episode of the flyest sports podcast on the planet. That's right, y'all. I'm talking about Stat Lines Matter. I'm your host, Jason Weaver, back in the building again with my co-host to my right, Mr. Mark E. Stewart. What's up? Back in the building as well. And to my left, Mr. Rob Hunter. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Gentlemen, so good to see y'all, man. Um... Listen, I kind of just want to go straight into some things because we've had we've had like a a little time lapse between the last time we all were able to gather together, and it's a lot of stuff to cover. Yeah, because so, we're live. Yeah, it, I mean, but you know, I just want to just get straight Everyone into it. That. You know what I mean? Um, some real interesting things happened since the last time that that we were all together. Um, Drake and Scooter Braun uh have invested in a uh in a sports company together an esports company yeah uh which i thought was really really interesting scooter uh shout out to him he's always been a forward thinker in business and same with drake too like he's always been ahead of the curve with business what do you guys didn't you, think didn't you, um, for those that don't know who scooter is though tell them who he, who he might manage oh scooter braun is for those that don't know scooter braun is the manager of justin beaver beaver uh, Ariana Grande. Yeah. Um, who else? You would know more about Jimmy Walker. Did. I believe he represents Jimmy Walker. <laughs> Dynamite. <laughs> Dynamite. Jimmy he, he, Walker. I talked to Scooter and he definitely said he's got a whole sort of like comeback plan. He's got a comeback plan for, for Jimmy. Jimmy and, and you know and, what? And Knowing was, Scooter, Jimmy was it could work. <laughs> Jimmy, if you look at his, pre- Jimmy was elated that Scooter would actually try to bring him back. So you guys be on the lookout for, for like a, just new projects, another so. good times. Like they going I think they're gonna rehash nah. that. Nah, nah, Scooter's gonna else. get him in the next Star Wars. Exactly. <laughs> He's gonna be like the grandfather, <laughs> right? of, like what's his name, Orlando like, Calrissian. So if you see, is that name? Jimmy is a Jedi? Jimmy, is it Lando Jimmy Cal- making a cameo? Lando Calrissian. Is it Orlando or Lando? No, no, it's Lando it's Calrissian. Orlando? Hey man, don't play about Star Wars. You guys know I'm a nerd. <laughs> don't mess up the names. I didn't, I don't follow, so I always thought it was Orlando. It's Lando Calrissian. Let's get it right, Jimmy. All right, I thought it was Orlando. No, anyway, not I Orlando. Digress. But anyway, I'm joking about Jimmy Walker, obviously. <laughs> but interesting with you, you like, Scooter kind of credits you with like introducing him around in Atlanta. You and Scooter have mm-hmm. a relationship, and, and Scooter and I have a relationship. Too. Absolutely. But you sort of like were one of the first people who like really messed with Scooter and sort of introduced him to a lot of people here in Atlanta. Yeah, like, no. I, I don't know if people know that or not. And like, no, he, that's why I mean. He says that per- publicly, so like that's you know that's your guy, and he's now like literally like one of the biggest sort of movers and shakers in Hollywood, both in music and now. Yeah, um, he really is. Last time Scooter cut you a check. Yeah, last time I saw him too. We'll he's, see. He's um he's partnering with uh with with movie guys and, and producing some movies actually he told me about some stuff that i won't speak up but like mm-hmm. stuff that has atlanta ties oh that's good atlanta ties yeah no because he uh he has scorpion and uh scorpion on cbs yeah. i don't know is if that it's still, in run- still, like, is on. still running i think i don't know i, think but I got think, legit like three four seasons yeah he got like yeah. legit three four seasons but he's also you know invested in other things i think he had something to do with uber yeah he's early in on uber he's just one of those sort of smart tech guys and forward mm-hmm. thinkers and wow. everything but he got mm-hmm. he, so this is how you know um there's really real viability in this and, and i think sort of when i read this article it forced me to dig into what esports was okay um and esports is, is huge like really really huge Just yeah kind of bring bring us up to speak Rob, you really know all know. about this because you dug into it but like these guys are like these are professional sports gaming guys like that have teams and 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 teams all over that go play video games league of legends i believe is one 
uh, Call of Duty squads. Like, I mean, these are Overwatch, professional yeah. gamers. Like, okay. For real, for real. Okay. Yeah, they, um, so apparently, and this was, yeah, this was a great topic for us because it actually got, you know, got us to really dig into uh, a sector of, of sports that we don't follow. You know, no. we're baseball, basketball, boxing, football, and that's, you know, and then yeah, obviously some of the stuff tennis, that comes, some that of the ancillary things yeah. that come along, you know, every yeah. now and then, but, <clears throat> but yeah, so, so apparently, um, uh, Scooter Braun and Drake have in- invested into, I believe it's Matthew Haig's um, 100 Thieves uh, company. Right. Um, Dan Gilbert was actually the first multi-million dollar investor in it um, back you in 20. You know 20- Dan Gilbert is the, the owner, owner of, of the Cavaliers. Cavaliers. Understood. The okay. one that really right. came out so, of so some of these That's guys, right. man. That's and, right. And, okay. and, and so, so some of these guys, if you think about like Dan Gilbert, Scooter Braun, it's, it, it's not an accident that these guys are successful. For them to invest multi millions dollars, multi 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 millions of dollars into the Hundred Thieves company, they obviously are seeing something, and they're 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 obviously on the you know they're they're always generally one of the first or in the first round of people to get in on um you know just things that are you know money making and um yeah. so so anyway so Drake and Scooter have bought in so now they're co owners of a Hundred Thieves, and one of the things that uh, Scooter said that really brought them into uh, or or piqued their interest was the fact that Matthew and and Matthew is a gamer. He's so, a retired yeah, gamer. Yeah, so he yeah. his his, okay. his uh his gaming name was Ned Shot, and I believe he got his uh he got he he cut his teeth on Call of Duty. I believe that's how he got really famous. Okay, but um, but Matthew, how he approached his gaming company was lifestyle. He was like like like, like a clothing peril, line, right? Okay, you're just a whole. Just, just not just gaming. A lot of gaming companies just focus on the gaming. He was like, "This is going to be a complete lifestyle." So they've had, they they actually produce apparel. They've had four apparel apparel drops, okay, and all of them sold out within twenty minutes. Get out twenty minutes. So I I was looking up online. So I actually went on their website to see if I could purchase some, mm-hmm. and of course it said sold out. Okay, and I I was just blown away. So then I went on the secondary market to look mm-hmm. up, you know, hundred thieves apparel, two hundred dollars for a hoodie. You know, hundred dollars wow. for a T-shirt. Like this, this is like some extra, you know, Revenge of the Nerds times twenty. I like, mean, these guys times Yeezy and all of that. Man, it's like I mean, a hybrid. You know, because you think, man, you know, you think about these guys, you know, playing video games all day, and it's you know, it's cool when you like nine or ten years old, eleven. But right. you picture a guy twenty five, you know, playing video games all day. Right, right. You don't get the cool guy image, but now these guys are the cool guys, right? Mm-hmm. And and the thing is, like, and I I don't know if we really made this abundantly clear. They're, these are squads. They go to travel. No, no, people play who home get away signed. Games. These are people who get they signed. They get signed to contracts. Okay. Like, like two years, like three million. That's incredible. Like real money. They go into venues, the same venues that they play in basketball in, they're going in and playing video games inside arenas, like with fans packed to the rafters. And they have now, I think there's one in LA and there's one in Vegas. They have esports arenas now. Right. Dedicated only to gaming tournaments. Yeah. Are you serious? I had no idea. Yeah. I had no idea. I had no idea. That kind of goes back. It's funny that that we're even kind of revisiting this just based on this story with Scooter and Drake. But I think in one of our segments, sports or or sport or no sport. We talked about We talked it about the briefly. gaming. Yeah, I think it came up. Yeah. And it came up as not a sport. Correct. Yeah, I'm but changing we, my feeling on that. Yeah. Like if you I can mean, if they can if they can anybody could ever say three years, five million, like next to your name, that's a sport. That's I don't a sport. care what it is. If they come out with, with <laughs> something's check, working with a, with a checker team yeah. nah, <laughs> where you can get three years, six million for playing checkers, that's a sport. That that's incredible. And it's funny because um well it's not funny, but there was um 
even one of those recent because I think that's how I really kind of became aware of how big it was. Unfortunately, there was an incident in Jacksonville, Florida. Remember where yeah. somebody came oh, that's right. during the to esports tournament, like, right. shot it up, over yeah, there. Sure. and that was the first time like I kind of sure. saw it on my radar. But but we're not going to do anything about the gun laws, though. Exactly. Yeah, Unfortunately, we're just, just going to just keep them the same. Yeah, yeah. everything. No, I fine. totally forgot about exactly. that. But that yeah, was but that's, e, that's that was an e game. Two women got shot in a yoga uh, studio yesterday, too, in Florida. But we're going to keep the gun. Yeah, yeah. so, dead, dead ass, yeah. really? That's yeah. cr- wow. Okay. But go ahead. No, but but uh, um, but just to add on to that, it's like no, I guess it's an emerging thing. I've been seeing even more commercials related to brands. I forgot what it was. It's some commercial that comes on all and the time. And one of the dudes and he's getting thing, ready. Yeah, and one of the dudes is a like uh, a professional yeah, ninja. sports guy. Ninja. Yeah, yeah, ninja. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um now that guy now that guy's a Fortnite guy. Right. And um Fortnite just announced well they didn't just announce, but earlier this year they announced that they were gonna dedicate a hundred million dollars in their prize pool for this year alone. What? One hundred million dollars. That's incredible. For this one year alone. Now Center Tower, which is an analytics company, uh, said that back in February mm-hmm. uh, that Fortnite made $100 million just from the mobile alone in February. What? $100 million just from the mobile. And they said, and, and so that's not including console and PC. Right. Since then, they and so the total amount <clears throat> that they said that they, they, they made that month was, I believe, uh, somewhere over, over $140 million. So we're talking about three million dollars a day. What? Uh, no, 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 no. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow, over three million dollars a day. Um, now that they were they were saying that that number has increased because they hadn't they wasn't available for iOS yet, and the so so that's a whole nother. So it wasn't available for iPhone. Mm. Now it is, and just the increased number of players that have uh, signed up since then, just given iOS and just period. So there was like the hundred million dollars is a big number, but they can surely handle it. Wow. wow! Now, now, now that guy Ninja that you that we just mentioned, hmm. that he makes over half a million dollars a month just from his Twitch, Twitch Twitch subscriptions alone. For those that may not know what Twitch is, it's a streaming video gaming service where people where you can go on. It's free, and you can watch people play. Then what? You, yeah, then you can watch people play games. Then there's a paid subscription which is five dollars. Wait, hold on. I'm sorry. I don't mean to. Admit. There's people out there that actually want to watch other people playing bro, video games, bro. bro? That's bro, a thing, bro. Bro, that's a bro. thing. Bro, Drake and Ninja. Let me see. Drake and Ninja, which is the uh, his, his name is Tyler Blevins, uh-huh. uh, broke the record for Twitch uh, in views because they play Fortnite together. Him, so Tyler or Ninja, Drake, Juju, Juju Schuster Smith, and Juju uh, Smith Schuster, and and uh, and, uh, and uh, Travis Scott. They were they so they went on Drake just tweeted out real quick I'm about to go on Twitch and play with my man Ninja, they they had six hundred and thirty five thousand views, which the previous record on Twitch was three hundred and eighty eight thousand. Um, now now Ninja has four million total subs, Twitch subscribe Twitch subscribers, of which one hundred and sixty thousand are paid are paid they pay the five bucks a month what of which three dollars and fifty cents goes to the player. What? Yes. So and and so he's making a half a million dollars a month just off of Twitch. That's not including, I believe, his six million. No, his four million uh, YouTube subscribers. So he's making money off that too. So yes, they do. They watch these guys play, and you can also leave additional tips for them, like yeah, cash tips. That's part of like. There's a whole new thing with even with that where people are just like, hey, I want to give you money just for being dope, and they just. 
like do something and you get what? Yeah, it's weird. It's like a lot of the new social media uh, platforms that are developing have that piece where you could just pre- basically tip out the thing. The thing that made me amazing. wonder, it's like amazing. when you started thinking about, because anytime, mm. like, and this is terrible that I think this way, but this, I do think this way. Mm. Like when you have guys, it's an esport, they doing their thing. It makes mm. you wonder: do they? Does all the other stuff come with it? Do they get like e hoes? Do they get e? <laughs> I would think. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What, I would what think. is it? I think, what, I think, what is an e ho? Like, okay, what's okay, her There has to be okay, groupies so, in so, that yeah, world, right? So, yeah, because there anytime be. you start doing, you know, seven figures in anything, you're gonna have oh, the hoes. They're gonna show you're up. Gonna have but the but hoes. What, how are they showing up? Are they and what they up? look like? What they look like? Yeah. I mean, have you guys ever been to a cosplay convention? I don't even know what that is. That's a whole thing. Over my head. Are you serious? I mean, I like the Cosby Show. No, no, cosplay. C o s p l a y is where people dress up. As yeah, like no. they're like favorite characters, you know, what like like uh, Dragon, was it Dragon Con and stuff like that? And people come up, you and know, dress like a video game. Those character. people low key, they they frighten me. No, but they like, like have when this... you be out and you just see a bunch of people dressed like no, 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 no. If you fly there, no, you you're got, flying you guys there with the it, costume. You guys got it messed up. Like you're flying there it's with a costume. It's a lot of hot chicks that go to these cosplay events. I went to Dragon Con. <laughs> Who did you go at? I went, is it like some no, costumes? I didn't. I didn't go as anybody, but I went. I went, with this chick I went as Michael Jackson. You're a funny guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I went with this chick. I'm going to Kansas City. You, you guys are hilarious. But I went with this chick, and it was popping. Like it was a lot of chicks, like just there in dope, scantily clad outfits, like dresses, different characters from cartoons, and 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 they have this whole thing with each other where they like hook up with each other. Yeah, that, that, now that's fine. Because I'll be looking for Chun Li. It's like, no, that exactly. It'll like, be like, like, like characters at? from Street Fighter 2, like Chun Li, and what was the other one? Cammy or I whatever. Don't even know, but the I'm chick with, it. with the red beret on. All, it was like, I don't like that. Even know. It'll be like the Little Mermaid. Right. It'll be like Ariel from the Little Mermaid. With it. Freak. Uh, a fucking oh, little freak. Oh, what about the Princess yeah, and the Frog? Yeah, some freak shit. Like, <laughs> what was the princess name from the Princess and the Frog? What was her name? Man, I, don't I don't know. Mean, I don't know. But I'll be looking for her. I mean, but they got all. I'm that. looking for all the goddamn goddamn. But but, but the thing is crazy. It's like man, it's like all of this is really got to get my head around because like if, okay, if you get drafted to a team, Shira, right, you get drafted to a team and you like where she with, at? with any sport you go to training camp. Like, do they have like e training camp where you got to go and you got to yeah, get in yes, shape yes, for the season? Like, where you probably. be like, yes. So 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 part of the 25 million that they've raised in with a hundred thieves uh, is going to go to actually people who build out the content. And they're signing new players and also a facility, a uh, training facility. They have coaches as well. So they've got coaches. they got a training facility. They've got all of this stuff. So to answer your question, yes. nerds on and, these, yes. and they, they have seasons. So, right. so, so they are. They totally gear up for the season. So you go and like just right. work your fingers out. Like, you well, think like, about it. Think about it. When the new Madden used to drop, <laughs> did, what did we used to do? We would train. Take the, yeah, yeah, yeah we, you take the you take we, the, the first day off and go away and try to figure out everything. Yeah, yeah. first day. Yeah. It'd be like two, three days. We'd just be trying to get, you know, get, 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 you know, get, get our dexterity yeah. right with the game. Yeah, you know, so so they're doing the same thing except for they're doing it for dough. Do they got film study? Like, like, probably. Axi- okay, the, Michael Jordan just in, in, invested in one. I believe it's called um, Axiomatic. So Michael Jordan just invested, and they and part of part of his money went to a nine thousand square foot facility, training facility only, just for video games. Training facility. You get scholarships too. You get scholarships. Like you can go to school for this. You can get scholarships. Yes, dead ass. Where have I been? No, like this is like a whole what thing, the hell? man. Like this stuff happening, and it's, it's incredible. like I tell you this, but, and I, I've heard, I've heard. Uh, I think Gary Vee said this. Like, if you're a kid today and you're not getting no money through 
like the mediums that are out here available to you, social media and esports, like you literally at a point right now, you can sit at your crib, get really good at video games and become a multimillionaire because you're really good at video right. games. Like, you, so just, I'm, no, you just have I, no excuse. Like you have no excuse to not get money. To that. Yeah, I'm actually going to encourage my son now. I'll be like, man, put that fucking book down. <laughs> yeah, hey, I mean. Stop all that, get on the Fortnite. Stop all that fancy now, I'm, learning. I'm going to tell you. A, History a, a, class. A, one, of the, one of the cool things that uh, Ninja's doing, or Tyler, Tyler Blevins, because I, so, I know a lot of y'all don't know Ninja. I didn't know Ninja. So Tyler Blevins, the Fortnite guy, he hosted mm-hmm. his own tournament. Um, in in Vegas, wow! And so normally these tournaments are only for the top players, mm-hmm. but he opened the tournament up for everybody. And so they have a version of the Fortnite. It's called the Battle Royale, where you can Royale go in. With you can go in with just you know, a two man team tops. That's it, or a lot of single player teams. And, mm-hmm. and you you paid your seventy five dollars, and you can play with 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 some of the with best the champs, right? With some of the best and take them out. Yeah. So 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 there was a 14 year old kid that actually won a tournament and he's he's about to get signed but he took out you know, some of the top I love it. some of the top uh players so and they were saying that you know that could be that could be one of the new uh one of the new ways that they host tournaments because generally speaking they've been for the way for the ways that you know for the top players the top leagues you can't get in unless you sign like right. these are and they'll still have those mm-hmm. but they were saying that his tournament was such a success because it felt like you know the regular guy could get in with some of the top guys right and some it's of the kind of reg- reminds me a little bit of like the poker joint like oh, the, oh, the, the tournament, yeah, like the World when, Series of Poker. When, you uh, just Chris, pay, uh, when Chris Moneymaker came, yes, as like yes. a like a he won a satellite. Player, then, yeah, he yeah, won a satellite on the, on the, on the um on online back right, when it was th- legal. That kind of took that's what took like that poker thing from like right here, sure. like that in the movie Rounders. Like kind of took it to sure. Like, oh, well, yeah. well, Rounders was just a movie that was just on the side. Yeah, just it was and a, then with the rise of poker. Yeah, and it was yeah. Anyway, sorry, Rounders. If y'all haven't seen Rounders, it's a fantastic. It's a great film. It's just a great film, right? Yeah. Right. Great film. Uh, Matthew Damon um, yeah. and uh, a couple Ed, of other Ed guys. Norton. Ed, Ed Norton, Norton is yeah. in it and is fantastic as usual. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the, other, the other gentleman who uh, gave him the truck. I forgot he's in a lot of Spike Lee movies earlier. John Malkovich? John, uh, John Turturro. John, John Turturro. Turturro and John Malkovich are in it. Yes. John Malkovich is the Kanish. Teddy KGB. Yeah, yes, anyway. Yeah. Uh, so so <laughs> esports, man, y'all got to respect it. Yeah. We got to respect nah, them like no means... more. It's, you know, they got to respect the groupies. You got to respect the money. You got to respect them as athletes. Hey, you think like when they get done, like after the game, they'd be like, yo, we going to the you know club and I'm going to get an E-section. Oh, do they need like Gatorade? <laughs> like, do they be like, yo, I need to get it. <laughs> like, I need to hydrate. Like, like yeah. I mean, like, oh, you know what I mean? Like, oh, it's What is it? They get hand massages in VIP. It's what the pro- section look like? And what they play in the club? Like, what's the music? I don't know. They probably play the little like do 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 I ain't even gonna lie. I want to hang with those nerds. Like, hey. them boys get bread. <laughs> they, they, they probably off the chain. They probably be in there like with Kodak Black records. Just going I'm crazy. telling you, hey, right? Hey. I'm pretty. I sure. mean, well, if you if you think about like if 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 guys like Ninja are getting the attention of you know the top stars, Travis Scott, Drake. I mean, it's all. It's like it's all one. Bi- I mean, yeah. c- because once you start getting the respect of the top pop stars, sure. Now, now you, you you're totally legitimized as something that you really have to. Now I can't make fun of you anymore. 
Like now, mm-hmm. I need to start. You can, I need, I, but I, you I, can I become could. a sucker because they are his money. Like, I could, yeah. but the joke's not gonna go that <laughs> nah, far. Now right. he's the joke's now on is, me. Now that he's spinning off in his Ferrari, like yeah, <laughs> with I, your girl. Yeah, I'm a joke. <laughs> yeah, and he's yeah. scoop up on your girl. Yeah, shit. with three girls in the passenger seat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm the joke guy. Wait a minute, Keisha. What are you doing going with Brad? Get that guy out of my section. What are you doing going with seven five killer two five four? Caught him by his gamer name. <laughs> Yo, so listen. With that being said, man, congratulations to Scooter and yeah, Drake. Yeah, Scooter, another great move. Two guys this is like Scooter's one of the really, of the really curve. bright, really bright, bright guys out there, as well as Drake. And um, I, I hope to see more of like the guys from our culture and music being ahead of the curve with investments, because that's how you get to those billions, not, not millions of dollars. That's how you turn millions of dollars to billions of dollars yeah. by getting involved early in things like this. And I one quick note, and there's actually a transition into the NBA. Mm. One of the things that I heard, uh, and I'm pretty sure, I think we talked about this before, Rob, that the guys who play for Golden State, <clears throat> KD, Clay, uh, Draymond, all these guys are mm. spending their time running around with uh, money guys and tech guys that are making them familiar with the world and that these guys have similar investments in new technologies and new things that are coming. That's awesome. And they're using their time in the Bay Area. They're not just up there, you know, going to the club after the games. These guys are up there learning a new world. So you, As they I think should. we're gonna see more stories of athletes and entertainers in their moment being really smart about what they're investing in and then mm-hmm. taking their millions and turning them into billions and less of those stories of billions. I played a hundred you know I played 10 years and got a hundred million dollars and in two years I was broke yeah I think we're gonna see a, a sort of a reversal of those sorts of trends which yeah. is great um, yeah is so great. but but it's interesting um since we've last really got into this mm-hmm. the NBA is now up and fully going it's rolling man yep. it's, it's rolling. Rolling, really bro. exciting it's I mean rolling. I mean and I don't think that it could have started off anymore I don't know how you guys feel if you've been watching a lot of games but I think it's been really exciting uh, yeah. Early season, obviously, yeah. uh, LeBron going to L.A. is like, it's just, I don't even know if there's an equivalent to anything, but him showing up in L.A. and putting on a Laker uniform. It's electric. It's, it is. It's really, it's really electric. Absolutely. Watching just him take the, particularly when the games are in L.A. Yeah. It's like, it just feel like the lights shine a little brighter. Exactly. Yeah. People are out, you know. The uniforms um, are extra yellow. Extra I yellow. I think they did that on purpose. No, I really do. Um, no, but, but, man, it, it, is, it is just, it is, it is really awesome, Um, you know, just to just to see. And and, and they haven't even been, obviously, they, they're three and five right now. So it's not like they're mm-hmm. out, you know, they're doing anything extraordinary. Mm-hmm. But they've, I, they've been competitive in every single game. And it's just really cool to watch. It is. And obviously, you know, I mean, we've had the fight that happened last week. Mm-hmm. Right. You know that went down, so that that kind of added to it a little bit. You know, mm-hmm. just all the things, and with the and with the big name guys, CP3, right, Rondo, right. LeBron's right. holding CP, taking CP3, you know, away, and and it's in LA. And hey, right. what was what's the dude, the little sleepy eyed dude from Duke I, that plays for Brandon Marley. Ingram? Brandon Ingram, he this Who? dude comes in, yes, and throws like. A haymaker from the side, like like yes. Diddy in the club in the well, 90s well, with a champagne bottle. Like, well, what is he doing? Well, he pushed first. He, first, first, I think he was annoyed because if you look at the foul, and I know we're talking about something that happened last week, but if you look at the foul, Harden totally initiated the contact, and then they called the foul. And then I think he was annoyed that they called the foul on him. And then Harden's over with the ref talking about and one. He's like, dude, I didn't even foul you in the first place. And I think he just got annoyed and he no, pushed it's him. It legit was a foul. And then he pushed him. It wasn't. He pushed him. No, if you look just at Just because your Harden's a player and you initiated the contact, contact. the dude is and out of position, like, then there's no offensive foul. He, ran he was into, running full he speed. He ran into Ingram. He ran into him. Anyway, point, I guess – 
I just think he well well from his that was perspective a savvy offensive from from, from his it was savvy yeah. but from his perspective at least he thought yeah but that, you can't get mad and square but he did. off and, and and you start getting square off of you he squared off on the ref too if you so, look at the video and so I I think I'm relieved to know that he's not high because obviously how he just perked up and was with the shits. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like I was totally surprised to see him that actually active. Right. And he was totally like engaging. He was the first. He was the aggressor in the entire event. He pushed. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he pushed Harden, and then uh, and then he was walking away, and then saw Rondo and uh, CP3 getting. He's like, oh, let's get back in here. Yeah. He prefers. His tobacco with smoke. He doesn't like smokeless tobacco. <laughs> he wants to smoke. And so, shout out to Brandon Ingram. I was really surprised. At you really the- mess. You mess with that whole thing. See, I looked at him thinking like, "What is this guy doing?" You just get called for a legitimate foul. You it was not legitimate. Okay, but go ahead. Be that as it may, we can debate whether it was legitimate. Go ahead. Or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But as a player, you can't get mad because you got a foul call you and you get so mad that you just start swinging. You can't on dudes because you're frustrated with a foul. That's call. so true because that guy is going to get that call all the time. All the time. Yeah, yeah. But I was just okay because the, the first two seasons with Brandon Ingram, I believe this is his third year. It's two, I, right? I, yeah, I it's, thought he was two. just kind of just kind of in a malaise, like he was just kind of just sleepwalking through the whole thing. And so I'm just saying, from a, I'm happy to know that he's not on some type of sedative. Well, he's got that. He's got those that Rod yeah, Strickland. That's just his face. I just smoked weed in the locker room that's, right prior to that's the game. Just yeah. his, speaking of, and I we did not prep for this part, right. but did you hear about Ron Artest saying used to that drink he was drinking drink Hennessy. Hennessy at halftime when he played for the Bulls? Yes. Are you serious? He said he kept it in his locker, yeah. and he would just go in there and tip down during the goddamn halftime. How did his body take that? Well, when you're 20, Man, he's 21, you can shake built, that up. Yeah, he's a supreme Like, you it can't oh, do my it. God. Like, but I know a lot of dudes, like, growing up in Chicago, like, I know a lot of dudes, like, old dudes that'll just warm you up on a basketball court with liquor on their breath. I mean, that's at the with bar. Dark, that's with at dark the cookout. And somebody like, dark, and I mean dark liquor and too, like liquor. Remy. Yeah. But can you imagine, like, playing? The whole thing. Of, and they, oh and they got it in the brown paper Crown, bag yeah. underneath the rim. Yeah. Right. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me give me a drink. <laughs> give me a little twig. Yeah. That's like 15 minutes of just shooting around and bullshitting. And then, you know, after nah, the don't about that like buckets. for two hours yeah. in, in jeans and, and, and work it, boots. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And no shirt. Yes, no shirt. But it's just, like 49 just banging, degrees outside. Yes. And you don't want now day down there in that paint. Nope. Because they out there swinging elbows. And, and they're <laughs> they they, just slippery, too. And they have drunk. Their shirt is off. They have drunk. And they've got... So they don't know they strength. They swinging their elbows yeah. and stuff like that. Just drunk. And you yeah. be like, man, you got it, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 it's yeah, all yeah, good. Them two points. So, nah, so you... So them two points. Get them two points, bro. Uh, so you got that. So Lakers are must-watch must, must watch television. Absolutely. You got the crazy Jimmy Butler. Like, I don't know what's happening with Minnesota where... Hold on. Sorry, I gotta do it. Do it, D Rose, my man. Well, D we were about to get to it. I mean, listen, right. D, listen. Everything going on in Minnesota is like kind of really wild, anyway. Because it started off with hey, you Carl know, Anthony we gotta Towns. be careful talking about D Rose. Just we have to be careful. It is what it is. We all sports fans. Well, I'm just like, saying, Carl Anthony Towns. He's connected. Carl, Carl Anthony Towns got paid, <laughs> and but at the same time, he got chin checked by D Rose. Like, I mean, by by uh, Jimmy. Like man, this guy don't play hard. Mm. He don't prep hard. Mm. The whole thing with Jimmy coming into the to the practice after demanding a trade and him not being able to execute a trade and mm. then coming in taking the third team 
busting everybody up, getting on Carl Anthony Towns and being like, yo, you can't check me, you can't guard me, and D'ing him up. Like, it's some real tension like going on. Every there. time yeah. he got the ball, he passed. Yeah. Every time, um, I mean, Carl Anthony Towns did. Yeah. Every mm-hmm. time he got the ball, he, he passed. Gave it and up. He told him that. He was like, every time you get the ball and I'm guarding you, you pass it. Yeah. So like, it's like, so like, there's there's some real dysfunction going on but, uh, with that team. But I want to tell you something. And, I, and, and, and that's that's not anything. When you're, I've I've gotten that on the basketball court myself. You know, you yeah. say stuff like you can't, you ain't, you can't, you you ain't got you no, pass. you can self check. Yeah, yeah, all that, all that. It's 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 incumbent upon when when you that big. You said yes. something on our first. You can't be that big standing stand three, three point line, bro. If you that big and you got to do the six seven six six talking smack, yeah. you just mush him down next yeah. time you get the you're ball. You're not gonna do that to Jimmy, but I, theoretically, I no. But what I'm, you're you you got to yeah. try. You yeah. got to try to. Mush him. You got. Yeah. I'm. I'm right here, dog. Yeah. Like KD gave him 33 points last night, bro. Yeah. I'm right here, dog. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You don't. You don't get. You don't. You shouldn't get shaken by that. And yeah. I, I think Jimmy just got in there, and I think he just he shook up the whole practice first because what you said, he took the threes and beat the ones, yeah. so they were like kind of shook. But he was talking smack while the he was whole doing way. it. And he then was like the y'all weak. They walked out and yeah, be like, Man, y'all, y'all need, need me. me. Yeah, y'all. y'all and, need and they me. do. And yeah. they do. They need to take. That's a lesson. That's that. That that could be a line of demarcation. It's like okay. We need to get whatever he on. We need that. Because that was his first practice back. They had already been practicing. practicing. They had had three weeks of of training. And this dude literally rolls out of bed and comes in and warms up their first team. And the demeanor of Carl Anthony Towns since then has been a a concern to me. And then in the middle of that, because Jimmy's doing like the thing where I want to get traded, so I'm going to play one night and I'm going to sit out another night. He's just really being like petulant, which I'm not a fan of. But Mm -hmm. he's really just trying to like draw the line and going, look, I'm here to win. And give it my all. And if y'all yeah. don't, then you're gonna have a problem with me. So Wiggins gets hurt, Jimmy sits out, mm. and then all of a sudden you got D Rose. Jeff Teague was out too. Jeff Teague and, was and out. Tyrus Thomas. So they're missing guys. Mm. They're missing three guards. So mm. then D Rose gets the start. Oh, really? And then all of a sudden, like I, I don't even want to say the old D Rose shows up, but the new D Rose shows up, where it's a guy who's a little bit more savvy. A little bit less explosive, but figuring out angles, how to get off the ground, how to get shots up, you know, a little bit more of that, and drops 50 on they head, like legitimately drop 50. Yeah. And I don't know if you guys saw, I'm sure you guys have seen it, but like maybe some of our listeners haven't, really became emotional about the experience because it probably, like for him, it probably felt like the first time in a long time that he was like really like Derrick Rose. Derrick Rose yeah. is MVP, a number one pick overall. Uh, college. I don't know if he was a champion or if he lost in the final. They lost to Kansas. Lost to Kansas in the final. But this is a guy who has sort of won and had success at every level. Won a state title, one or two, mm-hmm. in Chicago at Simeon. Mm-hmm. Immediately went to Memphis mm-hmm. and did well there. Got to the finals. Mm-hmm. And then came in, won the youngest to win an MVP. I mean, this guy's a decorated athlete. Yeah. Obviously, we know the story of his knees being torn up. Yeah. So that was that 50-point game was like... That was like a culmination of like a this is your life moment yeah. and then coming back. Now, whether or not he can perform at that level, I know his goal is to win um, six man of the year and maybe even most improved. He said that uh, in an interview. I, forget, I I don't know who the interview was with. It was something that I saw on Facebook. Yeah. But he mm-hmm. said that his goal is to win six man of the year. Um, and, you know, he had mentioned that, the, you know, the lowest point in his career was actually uh, when he got hurt last year with the Cavs. And he's quit, I, I think, twice yeah. uh, when he was with the Knicks. And um, when he was, and then he got waved by the Jazz. Yeah. And um, but he got hurt, and he's like he couldn't run for like six weeks. Couldn't even run. He said he just he said after that he just found himself still in the basketball gym at three four o'clock in the morning, just mm-hmm. still getting up shots. Still, he's just like I was just I, he's like, I just couldn't 
stay away from the game. Mm-hmm. And um, he's and you said the emotion came from just feeling like he could still do it, but just one opportunity. And he said before the game, he asked Tibbs, I'm getting goosebumps just recounting his story. But he's, mm-hmm. he said he asked Tibbs, like, what do you want from me tonight? And he was like, man, just play your game. Just do you tonight. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, obviously we saw what happened. And yeah. I think more, not more importantly, but one of the things that I noticed, which was really cool, was he hasn't always been the most efficient player. He, he would get buckets, but generally sub 50%. Right. That night he was 19 for 31, which is, I mean, just lets you know the type of zone that he was in. Yeah. And it also probably helped that he didn't have the swiftest of defenders on him and Ricky Rubio, which, I mean, he's he's going to have. And, 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 and. He has lost maybe a step, but he's still probably quicker than most of the guards. Well, in he's the quicker. NBA. I think he's quicker on the ground and quicker with the ball in his hand. What he Lord doesn't have, have mercy. What he doesn't have is the explosion off the ground at, at when he gets to the rim. Facts. That's but he did he have a nice little two two hand tomahawk in that game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, he could. I, I'm not saying he can't dunk. No, right? most of but, your most of your NBA players. But when can. you're when you're a smaller <laughs> player and you have that level of explosion, you're able to get up. Absorb contact, still get shots off because of just wherever you are in your jump. Right mm-hmm. now, he doesn't have that. And your elevation is quicker. He can yes. get up to the rim faster. faster. Can I? Can but I? But now ask, he's like it's next like, thing. It's like Mario hitting a little twerk box. Bing! And like the thing, thing that, last point I'll make, and then I'll throw it yeah. to you, Jay. The thing that was interesting too about the way he was playing is like you have one of the premier shot blockers, uh, Rudy Gobert. And Rudy Gobert and Derek was literally bringing it to him, and this is why I know he sort of matured. In the little things, right. bringing it to Gobert and, and putting him in positions where he couldn't block like he wants the to angles, block, yeah. like that, angles and that just was little, what was little be things. My like question: that. Do you guys feel because you guys are like real analysts of the game and of certain players? Do you feel due to Derrick Rose's injury, he's become a more intelligent player? As yeah, far he, as he's, well, he's talked about that. He, not yeah. only that, yeah, not not only that. I just think when you when you he's he 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 was first got in the league. How old was he? 20, uh, 19. 19. So that's 11 years of just NBA experience. Right, right, Just right. being in the game. So you're going to be, uh, you know, you're going to have that, you know, much more experience. Then you add in the adversity piece. Right. You know, you're just going to have, you, you're going to have a, a lot more appreciation for the game. But just, you know, 11 years doing anything, you know, you're just going to have a lot more experience. Right. And obviously, given the fact that he has, you know, battled some injuries, you got to figure out different ways to still, you know, Get be stay in the league because for a while he was just trying to stay in the league. Yeah, you know he got yeah, away man. by the Jazz. Like that was like whoa. Yeah. you know. Yeah, I mean he's making like a million, two million dollars this year. Like he's not. He's, no, he's making more from the shoe deal. Yeah, uh, well he year. had to. That was the thing. He has to stay on a roster to get that to get that money from the shoe deal. So mm-hmm. like Tibbs was really looking out, and I think it's going to end up being a good thing for him. So I'm really happy for. He's him. only thirty he's, years old. He's thirty years old. Like this is like his eleventh season. Eleven which years, is crazy. bro. Is it eleven years? It's like eleven God, years, bro. No. I don't really think it's like eleven you, years. You know, it, I felt like I was when I was doing my homework. It's been eleven like, years. This, this has yeah. nothing to do with nothing. But Kentavious Caldwell Pope is twenty five. I feel like he's thirty two, but he's not. He's twenty five <laughs> years old. Like, why is Contavious Caldwell Pope only 25? Because his name is Contavious. <laughs> Contavious, because it ain't a lot of old, like, 50-year-old Contavious is walking around. Nah, they're but, generally, if you meet someone Contavious, chances are they're, like, a child <laughs> or in their in their early 20s. And they're not going to be. Contavious. Hey, I, I also want to talk about how, and I hate to, I hate to pile on, but I'm going to do it. Mm. Cleveland, <laughs> just the city of Cleveland. They just East ninety nine is where you find me. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Yo, shout out the city of Cleveland is just crazy, lazy, just more busy, hits. flesh like, and bone. Like they lost in the same week. Wishbone. Ty Lue mm-hmm. got the boot. Mm-hmm. He's out. 
Mm-hmm. They just blaming him, like not because of the roster and you know what was left after LeBron. Mm-hmm. And then Hugh gets it like right in the middle of the the week. Mm-hmm. They let him go. So it's just like it was like a black week. It's just a dark week. Unfortunately, for, for it is like that in Cleveland, like on a consistent. Yeah. Don't it seem like it's, it's like, cloudy every day? Yeah, it, it really. Does. I've never been to Cleveland, but I always just sort of envision like literally sure. low clouds with thunder and lightning, and, 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 like everywhere, yeah, all and, the time. And bad news, and bad news, like like, like bad news. Just, there was a sinkhole, like <laughs> yeah, right in the middle fell of the out biggest, and and, and, Ray, and Ray Ray got fired <laughs> from his job down at the big lots. Cleveland is the good times of of, of, of major oh, cities. Hey, Sonya got fired from the dry cleaners today. <laughs> Shout out to Cleveland. And, 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 and oh it's all God. like bad breaks, too. Like, Sonya got fired because she was late because it was a car that broke down in front of her, and she was trying to get It wasn't there. even her fault. It, it wasn't was a, even her fault. Because a, a meteor yeah. fell right yeah. on her car. Yeah. Like, it's oh bad luck that yeah. happened. Yeah. And I want to shout out, like, one of our biggest fans from Cleveland, so I'm really, really sorry. That we say in this, but, but it's, unfortunately, it's, it's true. And, and we got a lot of close friends. I got, I got lot, people from Cleveland. Yeah, like, like, God, leave me bad. Because, because hey. literally, like we talk about the Browns a lot. Because I think through through in the preseason, them getting the number one pick, them being on HBO Hard Knocks. Yeah, we all started to pay it's attention. The kiss of death, man. I don't know about that. No, nah, we all started to pay it's attention. The kiss of death. But I know what you mean, though. Like you sure. start believing into that stuff. I, our we, coach got fired after. Yeah, you start they buying into the whole. Like this team can maybe they could turn it around, right? And then all of a sudden, like they in games, like they had to, they had the Saints beat in New Orleans. Bro. They had the Saints beat with a decent kicker. You've literally beat one of the best teams. Everything goes wrong. They have not caught one break. Look, then the coach gets run for all of the bad. And breaks. And, and and too bad for Hugh, man, because Hugh, I don't know what they were expecting. They are they are obviously if you've been watching the Cleveland Browns, they are mm-hmm. obviously. Markedly better than what they were last year. Uh-huh. They the, they lost four overtime games this year. That's what I'm saying. Four or th- three and tied one. Well, yeah, right, 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 right. right. So one. so right. they lost. That's right. Yeah. So they lost. So that's. I mean, that, that lets you that know you're in it. They're right there. Yeah. I don't know what you want from a one and fifteen team. I think the thing that ultimately hurts, and in, in particularly in the NFL, is any expectations of any kind. Like when you come in and say, "Hey, our expectation is to." improve, go 8-8, eight and eight, and then things start going wrong, uh-huh. then you have to start. And this is one thing that's truly, I believe, really what the NFL is about. It's like you have to produce or you got to go home. We can right. sit there and kind of go, oh, man, did the brother get a fair shot? Did he get a fair look? He lost 36 of 39 games, and that is hard <sighs> to defend over three seasons or two and a half seasons. <sighs> that is very difficult to defend. Very difficult when you defend. stepped out on the field 39 times and 36 times you lost. That's, you're going to lose your job. Yeah. Now, I think for those that of us that might support Hugh, maybe we were hoping that he would get the whole season and get an opportunity to turn that season Particularly around. Particularly when they've been playing better. They've been playing better, but the problem is it's not showing up in the end results. And the NFL is, and we know this to be true, has always been a results business. If you win, That's like what did Parcel say? You are what your record says you are. So, yeah, yeah. So, there, so, so from what I from what I heard now, obviously Hughes going on his you know doing his interviews and kind of filling people in on and, and and the bottom line is he says he didn't win enough games, yeah. but come to find out he wanted Carson Wentz, sure. Deshaun Watson, he wanted Deshaun Watson, and he wanted Pat Mahomes. Now Pat Mahomes wasn't there, right. but but he you know wanted to move some pizza, try to get up and go grab him. Yeah, T.J. Hushmanzada was on the Herd show yesterday, and um, he said that when uh, so so when 
when Carson Wentz got drafted because he said he loved Carson Wentz mm-hmm. and he told him he told him that we that they were gonna uh, draft he, we're gonna take Carson Wentz mm-hmm. and when Carson Wentz when they drafted somebody else he shot him a text like hey well, I thought y'all was taking Wentz he said he didn't get the response. He didn't get wow. the response from the from his own organization. Wow. No, he didn't get the no no no. Hush text. Oh, text you. I thought y'all was taking wins. And he said he didn't get the response. He said he knew something else happened. So come to find out, there's this analytics guy that was making all the picks. Right. Uh, Sasha Brown. Right. One of the reasons why Hugh Sashi? Took, Sashi. Sashi. Yeah. One of the reasons why Hugh took the job was because he said they had a really strong offensive line. And he, he so so he said, but so during when he took the job, he said the first thing he noticed like they got rid of Alex Mack. Yeah, and he was like, and then Joe Thomas. What is retired. that? And then uh, they yeah. lost the, their uh, right tackle, um, 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 Mitchell Schwartz. And he was like, what? What is he said? He said I should have known something then, but he, he said because gen- he said your your general your your general rule of thumb is if you're getting rid of guys, you got to get somebody just as good or better replace them because these are guys that were already on the roster. Right? Why mm-hmm. are we letting you know Alex Mack go to Atlanta and these you know other guys leave? And so he said he should have known something then, but. The Cleveland Brass, uh, Jimmy Haslam, they were going with the analytics guy. Wow. And so, you know, these were picks. So so that's why they actually brought him back that third year. That's what the that, that's what the basic understanding is. To give him is, a chance. Is that, you know, obviously the first year he didn't have any talent right. per se. The mm-hmm. second year he was starting to get it going. And then obviously this third year. And he was working against and then with Todd Haley, that whole thing was going left from the beginning. Mm-hmm. He started uh Todd Haley started um, Gordon, Josh Gordon, against the recommendation of the head coach. Correct, and um, was was kind of refusing to play Nick Chubb and Duke Johnson more against Hugh Jackson. That's why he took the play calling over. He was like, "All right, that's it. I'm jumping back in here." Yeah, and he kind of like, gave the indication that he really wasn't responsible for bringing in Haley. Like it was the decision of the. Guys, and that's always a bad sign when well, the organization is picking. I I, the I saw him say out of his own mouth that was his decision, Hugh. Oh, that it was. I saw him. Well, say he out said of he allowed it, mouth. but you got. I think he's. What I saw is that he sort of got. I don't want to say he talked into it, but like sort of like you know, as part of a collaboration. Well, because I don't because I think he's an offensive coach. Because that's one of the things he said. He's like, look, yeah. if I had to do all over again, I probably wouldn't have given up control or total control on the offense because if you're going to go down, you want to go down doing what. What made yeah, you famous? Your what got you the yeah. job? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, listen, I I kind of walked away from it, like looking at the situation, thinking that Hugh could possibly end up in a head coaching situation again. I think he can, uh, just because. And Having I like the way he handled come out. He, he successfully took responsibility for his three in uh, 36. Yeah, but record. they were one in 31 with Sashi being the GM. Or being making, a GM, they were yeah. one in 31 yeah. with him. Without him, that's where they got the other two. The two, they got the uh, what is that? One hundred percent increase? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I said no. That's two hundred percent. Yeah, they went from one. They won three games. So hey, three. What do the Browns get off? What do do they get off? What do they get off? They don't even have a logo on their helmet. It's just an orange, burnt, stinking helmet. No, you know what's so crazy? Where where do you get off firing a guy who got you guys were in four overtime games? Four. You could have yeah. won. Like I don't. Who, who do you think you are? I don't think it's just the organization either. Because I I read this article on on fan sided. Um, Browns. It's it's like a, a Cleveland Cleveland fan dedicated site or whatever. Actually, it's KingJamesGospel.com, uh, and they have a segment on there called hey, Shout uh, Out King fan-sided. James though. One time for the Bible. And uh, and man, the 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 overall consensus amongst Cleveland fans is that. 
is that Hugh Jackson was just giving up excuses? Like as, as like he was trying to do okay, here. Let me just quote this line. Because they're compared they're comparing comparing both coaches, Lou and and Hugh. So he said, Lou is the epitome of class and left Cleveland with a championship under his belt and his head held high. Hugh went out like a delusional high cowboy gunslinging while spouting random self-serving tidbits. Let me just say this. That's why we're doing this. Because whoever wrote that, they their their perspective has been the perspective of sports writers forever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why we're here giving this perspective right here. Right. Mm-hmm. This is mm-hmm. a different side of the coin. That right there is some nonsense. Right. And 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 and, and I think that Hugh, I think that Hugh and I, and for him to I, maybe maybe he doesn't like the fact that Hugh's giving his side of the story. Maybe he should just think he should just be quiet. But but that that right there is is complete caca. No, <laughs> I, listen, I I one hundred percent agree with you on that, and because I think that's I think it's I think that's the typical sort of lazy knee jerk journalist reaction to everything, and it, it's sort of everybody who, who sort of report, that? reports that the same. It, it might be a blogger, yeah, but, yeah. but at the end of the day. It's very easy to go, yeah, Ty Lue was this. Yeah, because he got you a championship. Like, mm. and LeBron yeah, got you and a And he took over a team that was that first was place when he took it when over. When he took the team over. So, yeah, yeah, you're going to feel differently about him. I don't think Hugh was making – I actually saw the interview. Hugh took responsibility for what he contributed, but he was also giving insight into what was going on within the organization in terms of a rebuild. Like Rob said, for two years, they're drafting players from a guy, if I'm not mistaken – that was, and they had guys that weren't even really football guys. They were analytics guys from all different sports. Right. right yeah. So you're just taking guys based Cleveland. on, like, it's just like it was a disaster. Cleveland. They were trying to be forward thinking, and then they got back on track. They actually have a pretty decent roster. They have guys that are on that can play. Cleveland. And they didn't. And the other thing that real uh, lastly before we get out of here, mm. they Hugh said that we should have been running. Sets and offense, the like offensive concepts that were more like what he did in college: quick throws, slants, mm-hmm. things you know, things that take advantage of his accuracy in the mid middle range. Okay. And then that opens up once you start picking those things apart. Then you can get some plays up over the top, play action, things of that nature. Mm-hmm. That's his strength: standing back, dropping back. Seven, and you said this drops. in the summer. Why you thought he wasn't going to be successful? Because in a traditional pro offense, you take a guy who's five eleven, barely six feet, you drop him back seven steps, and then all of a sudden those defensive ends you start getting that. Push. When he's used to taking it from the shotgun, when you're used yeah. to taking it from the shotgun. But if they put him in the same type of system that Patrick Mahomes is running, that that Mitch Trubisky is running, where you can move Deshaun this guy Watson. around, Deshaun Watson, Carlos, w- Car- I always call him Carlos Wentz, Carson Wentz, <laughs> mm-hmm. and get him like moving around and get that offense kind of scheming that would be guys. Dope over. If his name was Carlos. Carlos Wentz, white. right? Carlos. 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 You see Carlos? Hey, Carlos. <laughs> <laughs> but if you got him in that situation, he could have a lot more success. I'm I'm disappointed that Hugh lost his gig, but I'm hopeful that he gets another shot. With Ty Lue, I don't know what happens with Ty Lue. Do y'all have any idea what? Do y'all I think he'll no coach again? Nah, I know he, you're not, not a fan of his not, at all. And then he had not, health not, issues no, due coach. to what? Stress and. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was LeBron finna, be putting yeah, pressure he on him. Well, I think he was just like, man, they're going to discover, hard they gonna discover I can't coach. Like I said, he's it's wanted, so funny. It's so funny. Like the people who love LeBron, it's like when they playing well, LeBron, and LeBron was coaching that team, man. They Ty didn't do nothing. But then when they be losing, look at Ty Lue. He whack. He whack as hell. Like I, I it's like you can't win. Like, can't win. like <laughs> Coach LeBron is a no win scenario. He's the coach killer. Because, because you know what it is? You never get the fr- you never get the Phil Jackson. 
Like nah. Phil Jackson was always like, "Oh, he's a genius. He brought this shit together." What mm. What about What about Tyron Lue gives you a Phil Jackson type of? No, no, no. I'm not I'm saying, saying that. What, are you know what I'm he saying is, that. we never even get the opportunity to give him any credit. Nah. Anybody who's coaching LeBron when they losing, Holy like they losing in LA. Mm-hmm. So nobody's saying, hey, man, Magic maybe put together a ragtag, you know, roster. <laughs> nobody's going to say nothing about Magic. Yo, Magic just come out no, and be And I know we're going over. <laughs> JaVel McGee is balling right now. Yeah, yeah but you know he's what's going to happen. JaVel, JaVel McGee, is, he's playing well, <laughs> but he's going to end Muggy. up doing things in the game that the just in the cost fool. you Shaq in the fool. That Bro, literally cost you. But he's you averaging game. 16 points, eight rebounds a game, three blocks. No, and, I and, and I think it's all in conjunction with more playing time. And I'm a big, I'm a big proponent. <laughs> I guess it's going to sound fairly remedial. I'm a big proponent of minutes. He's been playing nine minutes per game, <laughs> nine, pen, nine minutes per more game minutes, yeah. the past two seasons yeah. with Golden State. Now he's averaging 27. But he still be doing hella goofy stuff. Like, hey, hey. I, I could take a little more JaVel McGee, man. Listen, I think he's fantastic. I, think I roster, like watching him. I think this roster is is like so confusing. And it's what? fun to watch, though. But, but it's it is. Fun Rondo and Ingram. And, man, they're, they're, they I will are say fun this. To watch, fun to watch. I will say this. And, and Stevenson out there hitting threes and then doing a literal like whole breakdancing routine afterwards. <laughs> I'm going to say this and get me out of here. I give you credit because back in the summer, you really spoke highly of the, the youth that was in Los Angeles. Um and all of their young players, credit to their player development, uh, they're all playing better. Like, I think all those guys, because I wasn't, a, I didn't know a lot about Kuzma. You were more of a Kuzma guy than me. You had seen him play more than I had. Mm-hmm. He looks good. Hart looks good. The, uh, Lonzo looks great. Ingram. Yeah. Like, Ingram Very looks good. You, you know, they only have four players. Under contract. O- over 25. Next- oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, oh, wow. uh, Rondo, LeBron, um, Lance Stevenson and, and JaVel uh, McGee. Yeah. Everybody else. Oh, is no, the other dude, too. The, uh, Beasley. Beasley. Yeah, but he ain't dressed a yeah. couple games. Yeah, he's yeah, 28. He's not in the rotation. Okay. Right. But, 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 but they're 25 or under. Right. The rest of the entire roster. Yeah. They're not, so they're not like in their late 20s. These guys are young. Right, right, right. You know, so anyway. The I was Lakers are currently, point. and this is way too early to, to, to make any um, bold predictions, but I think. Lakers are currently out of the playoffs if it ended today. Yeah. But I will say this. They're catching a huge break. That Sacramento's 6-3. and three. That Houston seems they haven't played anybody. They're about to go through a very rough they stretch of six but, games, but, but and they, they're going to lose all they six. They used to play nobody and be like <laughs> yeah. three but and they six. Literally, you know? I promise you, they're about to lose the next six. But, <laughs> but I think Houston playing bad, Oklahoma City playing bad, is a really good thing for the Lakers um, because it's going to give them time – to figure out the rotations, mm-hmm. who should be playing, who should be starting. Oh, no, Magic, Magic starting to talk about Walton a little. Oh, bit, and they calling the coach out too because yeah. anytime they you should. have yeah. anytime league you have LeBron James and you're not winning, it's right. the coach's fault. Well, I think, I just think if he has any, and, and uh, we're we're way over now, but I just think that anytime you have, it, uh, particularly this early, that that's not going to help things because if the owner is talking, you know, saying anything disparaging about the coach, now when they're in the when when they're in the game, I don't necessarily know if they feel as obligated to listen now that they know that the owner is giving them problems. If they because if they disagree, then it's like he, he doing the wrong. That ain't that ain't you know that that's I. So I think that if you have some type of you know some type of. Uh, you know, bone to pick with the coach. Do that behind closed doors, at least right. in the beginning, because mm-hmm. what you want is you want hopefully everybody just buying in. Right. Even even if it's not necessarily working per se, 
a lot of good things can still happen if everybody's on one accord and they all believe in it. Sure. So, because I, I, I just, I just honestly feel, and I'm like not a Laker fan at all, but I do watch like each and every game, and what I see is some really good young talent that they have. I think that where the, where the coach is failing them a little bit is how to utilize that talent. Guys who should be coming off the bench might be starting. Should be starting. Guys should sure, be. Yeah. That, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, well, I think once they tweak that and get that right. They'll probably win a, a bunch of games because I think LeBron just means that. LeBron means instant improvement. Absolutely. Um, I don't anticipate their struggles to continue. Although I, I'm fine with them continuing to lose and miss the playoffs, but, <laughs> but I don't think I honestly don't believe that will happen. I actually believe that they'll end up in the bottom three mm-hmm. and maybe higher if Oklahoma City. And Do you Houston have our bet saved? Because I can't remember what it was. I don't was. remember what it was. Okay. I, you you normally like to say I'm saving this one. Right. I mean, it's all documented. No, I, no. What I'm saying is, it looks like I'm gonna be paying you or whatever it is. Well, it's right early. now. It's, it's very early, early it's but early. anyway. No, no, no. I like. It's, let's not act like LeBron can't go and win twenty of twenty. Of course, games. yeah. But you I'm, I'm you know, it's. I just. I, 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 I don't. But I, I'll say that, this. That though. had no place in our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say this: they're playing. The thing that's happening that LeBron is carrying a lot of minutes. In all of these games, he's playing a lot of minutes for them to be in competitive games with teams that are like sort of whatever. And I think that's a huge difference because when De- LeBron was always sort of blowing through the East, he would get nights off and then he would get nights off right. where he had to play three quarters and then get to go on the bench and relax because they were blowing out some right, right, right. team. That's not going to happen nearly as much. Not at all. But I will say in closing, listen, man, we, we LeBron, the Lakers, exciting to watch. Um, we're gonna continue to, uh, you know, just watch the 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 rest of the season, and I'm sure over the course of these next few episodes, we'll be talking more about it. But with that said, we're gonna shut it on down because uh, I think we've covered a lot for this particular episode. But listen, guys, um, we always say this at the closing of the show. This is not only our sports podcast, but it is also your sports podcast. So we're into taking like suggestions, comments, constructive criticism. Any uh, questions that you guys call me criticizing me? I'm sensitive. (laughs) But with that said, you guys can hit us up on our social media platforms at Statlines Matter, at MES Red Zone, at Rob Hunter SLM, at Jason, uh, at It's Jason Weaver, and all all of those handles are on uh, IG, Twitter. Uh, You can follow us on SoundCloud uh, with Statlines Matter YouTube. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, Spotify, Spotify, Apple, Apple Podcasts, Podcast. of course. Um, hey, subscribe to all of them. Like yeah, I don't care what kind of phone of you got. Like just go on there and just you know subscribe. If you got iPhone, whatever. Go get subscribe everywhere. And and we got a number for y'all too. We got a number for y'all too. Four four five zero zero nine zero one seven. So please feel you can free. text that number too, like and Jason will hit you straight back. Yeah, like, you send, yeah. send pics. Like you can send you can send pics yeah. to Jason on that number. Yeah, absolutely. I I, I mean I talk I talk to the people. Jason man, is single so. and he nasty. Yeah. yeah. Real Freak nasty. nasty. Real nasty. All right, we out. <laughs> <laughs> we out. <laughs>